Can the daily recommended servings of fruits and vegetables fit into just six capsules? Yes. We start by sourcing organically grown whole fruits and vegetables. We ensure they are picked at peak ripeness. All of our produce is third-party tested for pesticides, heavy metals, bad bacteria, and nutrients. They are then washed, cut, and put through an advanced vacuum-cold process, which removes the water using pressure. This maximizes the nutritional value while preserving the color, smell, and taste of the fruit or vegetable. The freeze-dried food is then ground into a fine powder without adding any additives, fillers, or extracts. These powdered foods are then mixed in our proprietary blends and encapsulated, locking out air and moisture. The capsules are then bottled and shipped directly to our customers. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code KATE. Today is pre-recorded. The show today is pre-recorded. Talk show once. Worst two minutes of our lives. The Kate Daly Show starts now. We shall propose further cooperative efforts between all the nations in weather prediction and eventually in weather control. In weather prediction and eventually in weather control. Matt Mills got into lasers as a kid. It's just innately cool. Now he's part of a team of scientists and military backers on the cutting edge of a new technology, making lasers powerful enough to reach up here into the sky where a thunderstorm is just about to start. In the near future, a push-button storm starter could be a real thing. We are. Here with more about the mission is CBS News science contributor and City University of New York physics professor Michio Kaku. Professor, good morning. We physicists are firing trillion-watt lasers into the sky to actually precipitate rain clouds and actually bring down lightning bolts. This is potentially a game-changer. By firing trillion-watt lasers, you rip apart the electrons, creating what are called ions, and these ions act like seeds, like dust particles, bringing down rain and even lightning. We realize that for decades now, these governments have been alleged to have experimented with weather control for floods, for agriculture, farmers, for people planning wedding parties, uh, football <laughs> games, you name it, outdoor events and agriculture and flooding and even hurricanes. All of them could be subject to weather modification. And even hurricanes. Flooding and even hurricanes. Even in the 60s, the CIA used this to uh, bring down monsoons during the Vietnam War to wash out the Viet Cong. Governments have been playing with this to. thing. Alleged to. Alleged to, right. Yeah. Now, yeah. No. we realize that for decades now, these governments have been alleged to have experimented with weather control. Experimented with weather control. But nothing conclusive. We shall propose further cooperative efforts between all the nations in weather prediction and eventually in weather control. In weather prediction and eventually in weather control. Hi there, welcome, Kate Daly Show. In fact, on Friday we had some technical issues. We weren't allowed, we were not allowed, but we, we couldn't do the show. And so we're back, and uh, man, I have my guest from Friday on today, and I'm really happy about this. Uh, and a big thank you, by the way, to Dr. Duke Pesta in the last hour. Uh, isn't he? Is He's just awesome, man. It's like the Red Bull moment, and so it's a lot of fun to always talk with Dr. Duke and catch the Dr. Duke show. It plays on my Facebook page right after this show. But right now, we're going we're gonna to turn the time, as you could probably guess from the intro, and even going back to... Uh, 
to uh, JFK's words on weather uh, prediction and weather modification. Um, just going that that whole opening clip, Dr. Kaku, uh, the the gentleman that that cited, oh hey, remember when we did this in Vietnam War? Uh, we created monsoons, and then of course the CBS bobblehead said um, uh, allegedly, allegedly. So he had to keep saying allegedly from there on out. But I always appreciate that clip because uh, he really talked about it out, out, outwardly on mainstream media, and I don't think they knew what to do with it uh, as far as weather modification. But right now, I, I gave everybody kind of a history, uh, kind of a uh, homework assignment last Thursday, and said go to weathermodificationhistory.com and look around and come up with some questions. So we'll absolutely take some calls in this hour, 888-673-1450. But I've got the great Jim Lee on with me. And let me tell you, you've done a lot of radio shows. You have some amazing sites like climateviewer.com where your blog is and you can get all your uh, thoughts, all the things that, that you're observing right there on climateviewer.com. You can also go to climateviewer.org for the maps and, and so forth. But tell everybody how you, uh, how you got interested in this, kind of a little bit about you, Jim. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Sure. You have an excellent radio show. Thank I've you. been enjoying the past two hours for sure. Awesome. Um, I got into this about a decade ago, mm-hmm. and uh, it really coincided with the birth of my first child and me starting to care about things more than just my personal um, bliss. Right. Um, so, <laughs> sure. Uh, I, you know, I did ROTC back mm-hmm. in high school, did a whole year worth of weather, and this never came up. And I found that interesting. Um, I was born in the year of the dragon. Apparently, according to Chinese mythology, dragons control the weather. Interesting. So I guess I was predetermined to kind of just jump into this realm. But um, the more I learned about it, the more people pushed back. Um, the more I was determined to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is a real thing. Mm. So well, let's just start with that allegedly and put that yes. to rest right <laughs> Please, now. Please, let's do um, you, 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 you jumped ahead of me like you totally read my mind. I had Kennedy's uh, little speech up, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll just skip Kennedy okay. and go to Lyndon Johnson. Mm, okay. And Lyndon Johnson said, from space, the masters of infinity would have the power to control Earth's weather, to cause drought and flood, to change wow. the tides and raise the levels of the sea, to divert the Gulf Stream and change temperate climates to frigid. Whoa. Raise the levels of the sea. Now, this is Lyndon Johnson. This is an actual quote with references. Um, Also at Texas State University in 1962, while still vice president, he says it lays the predicate and foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather. And he who controls the weather will control the world. So directly to that, allegedly, one of my favorite um, one of my favorite reporters, since there are very few of those today, um, is a man by the name of Jack Anderson Hmm. and um, Jack Anderson published the Pentagon Papers. Ah, And he actually found out about Operation Popeye slash motor pool. Slash intermediate compatriot. Now it was renamed each time they figured out what the name of it was. But basically, Jack Anderson saw a note on Lyndon Johnson's um, 
office in, in you know the White mm-hmm. House that re- read Laos operations continue as present plus Popeye to reduce trafficability trafficability what a word yeah along infiltration routes and authorization requested to implement operational phase of weather modification process previously successfully tested and evaluated in some area now he's referring to Operation Gromit um, which okay. had happened in the area and the CIA Henry Kissinger and 19 individuals from the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Air Force did Operation Popeye weather warfare over Vietnam, which led to an international treaty. Well, first it led to Mm -hmm. hearings in the U.S. Senate in 1972, um, which then led to, because they wanted to know, hey, we can control the weather, and B, you didn't even tell the Secretary of Defense. um, (laughs) And this led to an international agreement at the United Nations called the Environmental Modification Convention, or ENMOD, E-N-M-O-D. Was it, this was is this, a was this ban, like, was this ban sponsored on weather by, warfare. Was this sponsored by Kissinger, CIA? Yeah, CIA and okay. Kissinger, okay. Um, along with 19 individuals um, from the Navy and the mm-hmm. Air Force, did... Uh, silver iodide and lead iodide cloud seeding over Vietnam. They sprayed lead on on them the as well as Agent trail. Orange. Wow. Um, and that was the the idea was to make mud not war was the slogan, <laughs> and they were trying to muddy the Ho Chi Minh Trail to make it to where the Viet Cong couldn't you know right. move supplies. So this is not an uh, allegedly, um, yeah. of course. Fake news. That's totally <laughs> fake news. Right. Um, and and it's well documented. I have an original scan of the original documentation um, from wow. Linda Johnson's uh, desk and the Pentagon paper um, subsequent to that on weathermodificationhistory.com. So these are the kind of visceral, you know, just mm-hmm. punch you in the gut facts. Can't be disputed straight out of the horse's mouth. Right. You know, how can it be a theory at this point? (laughs) I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They need to jump over this conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Um, And and it's very important to me that that's where we go with this, that we keep this grounded in facts, be pragmatic, because as the slogan on weathermodificationhistory.com goes, Mm -hmm. those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was I was thinking about India, you know, I was looking at India's past and they had like two floods going all the way back to the 1940s and 1930s. And then all of a sudden, when we get back to this last decade, every year they have major flooding going on. And of course, they're going to blame this on climate change, which is hocus pocus, but um, and just absolutely ridiculous. But the human they, cause they should be blaming China. And <laughs> there you go. My, my la- and this is a fact. My uh-huh. last video on YouTube, if you look me up on YouTube, YouTube, look mm-hmm. for Jim Lee Climate Viewer. You'll okay. see my channel. It's about 22,000 subs. Um, my last video was on China. And China originally had planned in 2018, I started covering this, to cover the entire Tibetan plateau in cloud seeding generators. Wow. Um, now, these go all the way back to 1949. Irving P. Crick mm-hmm. um, invented them. Um, cloud seeding was invented in 1946, General Electric Labs. Um and then he invented a way to do it 
on on mountaintops using basically propane tanks on the ground that would burn silver iodide, which would make this cloud seed something for water to stick to, that the wind would carry it up over a mountain and then, you know, produce artificial snow. Hmm. Um, This process is called snowpack augmentation. Hmm. Um, So the Chinese wanted to put up 1,000 cloud seeding generators Whoa. Now that has expanded to 100,000 wow. cloud seeding generators. Really? Um, in 2018, they said they wanted to cover an area three times the size of Spain. Oh, my God. Today, they have now expanded their operations to twice the size of India. Wow. In 2020, oh China was hit with the most monstrous floods Uh, biblical floods. Now, the Tibetan Plateau not only feeds most of China, like the Yangtze River, the Yellow River, and all that, it also feeds all the rivers going into India. So, it is not a coincidence Mm -hmm. that India and the whole Southeast Asia is getting flooded. And this really is going to lead into what we're going to talk about later, which is geoengineering, that weather modification on a large scale Mm -hmm. can have long-term effects, transnational, transboundary effects that um, potentially could lead to war. Um, And that's really where the Weather Warfare Ban of 1978 NMOD has a gray area because it only says military and hostile, long-lasting intent on doing damage. So that's what it bans. It doesn't ban countries trying to make rain in their own country. So they provided caveats for themselves and uh, and rules for themselves that really aren't going to mean a drink because they're going to use this in any which way uh, they can and have been. And that's really the point is we need to wake up to this. I'm going to be right back with the amazing Jim Lee. You don't want to miss this episode at all, so just park the car. I'm telling you, this is fascinating stuff. Weathermodificationhistory.com, climateviewer.com. Be right back with Jim Lee. This is the Kate Daly Show. Someone told me long ago, there's a calm before the storm. I know it's been coming for some time. Hi there, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. An exciting episode um, with my guest Jim Lee from WeatherModificationHistory.com. Amazing stuff. He's like a fountain of knowledge when it comes to weather modification, and I'm so grateful for it. So if you've ever thought this was a theory, please get that out of your head. This has been substantiated so many times, it's just insane. I also wanted to mention, go to MyPillow.com and order some products for Mother's Day and Father's Day coming up, and for yourself. They have a two-for-one on sheets. The sheets are amazing. Everything is amazing that they that they offer. I cannot believe the high quality. And believe me, they scout these items out. Um, when you do so, you'll be supporting Truth and Radio, the show, and Mike Lindell, the new movie, A Scientific Proof, about all the election fraud. And yes, on this show, we say election fraud because it happened, and nobody's that dumb to believe it didn't. Uh, and so, make sure you go over to MyPillow.com and support the show, support Mike Lindell, but you'll also get fantastic products like the MyPillow products. Uh, MyPillow, uh, the assortment of MyPillow is online. You 
can't even get it in stores, the assortment that they have. And if you have a snorer in the family, get the blue or the green pillow. Both are amazing and work well for snoring and, and kind of keep the snoring at bay, which is awesome. Um, go to MyPillow.com and uh, enjoy. You're going to love me. Um, so, um, and put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, you'll get 30% off and two for one on the awesome, incredibly uh, Giza cotton sheets that are amazing. All right. So I'm back here with Jim Lee. Where do we go from here? Holy cow. <laughs> Where do you want to go from here? Well, I've already got my pillows. So, okay. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, I love it. So, so let's, let's just kind of jump forward in time. So, you know, after, after the weather war ban in 1978 and mod, mm-hmm. um, there was a, there was a dude Right. Well, this back to JFK, restoring the quality of our environment. This is really when the idea of climate change kind of hit the mainstream of mm-hmm. the you know, presidential office. Okay. Um, and then you come forward to a guy named Cesare Marchetti in 1977. He coined the term geoengineering. <laughs> so for those who don't know what geoengineering is, mm-hmm. it is the idea. All right. Imagine a world where they've been modifying the weather for over 121 years. And nobody knows about it. It's just a conspiracy theory. But now, because global warming, because science, Mm -hmm. because a computer told them so, sounds a lot like something recent. Oh, yeah, that's called COVID-19. So what do they have in common? Technocracy, these technocrats, these scientist Illuminati, these enlightened individuals with their computer models, they create fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And they move policymakers based on fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So policymakers, you know, are scared to death because technocrats say computer models say 2 million Americans dead COVID-19. Right. Even Trump is like, I got to shut down the economy. Okay. We can't have that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I said that month, March, 2020 on my YouTube channel, this is all a hoax. You know, the numbers are way overblown. Um, And, you know, of course I got all the poo thrown at me that, you know, I expected, but Hey, when you're, you get the most flack when you're over the target. So true. Um, But these computer models, COVID-19 and climate change, they're about extremely complex systems that we know very little about. Mm -hmm. We know very little about the climate. Um, There is not a person listening to this show who has not seen the weather report a week from today or, you know, made plans and then had the weather completely changed because the weatherman didn't know what was going to happen next week. So how could they possibly predict? Well, they say, well, it's easier to predict climate. Um, Also a lie. So Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. um, has re-signed the Paris climate agreement, the Paris Accord, COP21, COP21. Trump canceled this thing on day one. Mm -hmm. And what people don't realize about this agreement is that it's an idea to, you know, as they say, limit the heating of the planet to 1.5 degrees Celsius. In 1961, in a weather and climate modification, you know, um, report, they said we could melt the Arctic if we raise the temperature of the planet by 1.5 degrees Celsius. Oh, by the way, water vapor from planes should be enough to do that. Hmm. Um, And of course, that brings up the entire subject of chemtrails, which we won't 
open that genie just yet. Probably right. touch on it some right before we get done. Um, but the idea that plane farts, <laughs> that clouds making plane, um, mm-hmm. planes making clouds mm-hmm. actually trap heat. And they insulate the planet to where heat can't escape back out to space. And they have the greatest effect on the Arctic. So if you look at weathermodificationhistory.com, what you'll realize is that since 1889 with Jules Verne talking Mm -hmm. about making a cannon to, you know, blast off and tilt our Earth's axis to melt the poles to 1921 with Carol Livingston Riker saying, let's make nuclear powered, you know, propellers mm-hmm. to move right. warm uh, currents up to the Arctic. They have been planning for a hundred years to ar- melt the Arctic. Mm. And then you have what's called, and then you can Google this in quotations, the new cold war. And it's between Russia and America over drilling rights in the Arctic. So imagine the hypocrisy of, you know, the two two largest, you know, countries on the planet, mm-hmm. most powerful countries in the world, right. fighting over oil and gas in the Arctic, but we want to save the Arctic. <laughs> so the, the hypocrisy is there. The climate accord agreement that Biden signed also is a, huge hypocritical statement but it's more important that people understand they it's fundamentally flawed intentionally flawed Mm. they know that they cannot meet the goals that they are talking about so they are talking about geoengineering as a stopgap now there's two forms of this stuff one's called carbon sequestration Mm -hmm. or carbon dioxide removal CDR. The other one's called solar geoengineering. The first one, that's what trees do naturally. If we just planted a bunch of trees, they'd suck the CO2 out of the air. If we quit cutting them down and burning the forest, we had climate change in the 1930s. It was called the Dust Bowl. To stop the climate change in the 30s, we planted 220 million trees in America. Okay. It was called the Prairie, um, the Great Plains Shelter Belt. It's the largest response to a climate emergency in history of the United States. Today, we should be doing that. We should be planting trees if they're so worried about it and getting the plastic out of the ocean. They don't care about pollution. They, they care about scaring people and making, controlling people, and more right. importantly, controlling Rainfall And always putting so, it out a decade away. Because if you do it 20 years, 20 years doesn't make people act. But if you say we're no. going to die at the end of every decade, which in my lifetime, they've said it every single decade. We were either going to be popsicles or fried eggs on the sidewalk every decade. Now, if I have to look at my life, I've never, ever, ever been a victim of climate change. But they've told me every no. decade I was going to die. So there you but go. If, but if you check AOC's yeah. TikTok right now, I'm sure there's a calendar running right. that will tell us exactly how right. long we had to live. So. Right. Why care about any of this anyway? Um, So the problem with geoengineering is that it is cloud seeding in the stratosphere on a worldwide scale. It is dumping chemicals into, you know, 30, 40, 50,000, 60,000 feet to reflect sunlight or dim the sun. So Tucker Carlson just recently, and I was kicked back in my chair with glee that finally somebody in the mainstream media had mentioned geoengineering, let alone Bill Gates. Um, So true. Bill Gates is actually working with a guy named David Keith, and they only mentioned um, Harold Koich. Um, But 
Uh, David Keith and Ken Caldera are the top two geoengineers on the planet. Bill Gates has this thing called Pfizer, the Fund for Innovative Climate Energy Research. He dumps money in this big barrel, and they hand it out to all these technocratic scientists who come up with ideas to block the sun. So their ideas include dumping aluminum, Mm -hmm. titanium, calcium, um, sulfur is the number one choice, and then diamond dust. Now, all of these ideas are to create a protective barrier in the sky that will keep the sun from, you know, heating up the planet. The problem is that they're trying to mimic volcanoes like the Mount Pinatubo eruption that they're modeled after. Um, The problem with that is that even when volcanoes go off, the same thing is going to happen. It changes rainfall patterns on a worldwide basis. Generally speaking, the southern hemisphere gets drier, the northern hemisphere gets wetter. So we're talking about more monumental floods where we live Mm -hmm. and all of the poor brown people and, of course, the Australians. um, They're going to be, you know, desert. So as they put it in the geoengineers Google group, we need to figure out how to pay the dead people. Mm. David Keith, in an admission, it's on climateviewer.com slash geoengineering. You can hear it from his own mouth that many tens of thousands of people will die if we implement geoengineering, that if we block the sun out. Um, But this is the thing that should scare. And I mean, I don't understand why more conservatives, more Republicans, um, more religious organizations, they should have God should control the weather, not man. Um, Why more people don't have an understanding of what the agenda behind climate change is and what their solutions are, because they're scarier than anything they're talking about. Their solutions will directly lead to the deaths of possibly millions of people. Yep, absolutely. And once you stop, you cannot start. I mean, once you start, you cannot stop. It's one of those things, uh, they call it the double catastrophe theory, that once you begin geoengineering, that if you, termination shock, that if they stop doing it, then, oh my God, climate change is going to exacerbate enormously and there'll be, you know, biblical Mm -hmm. hurricanes and tornadoes and it's going to rain cats and dogs and fire, you know. So that's the problem we face is that people don't understand anything about weather modification. And now they're taking it to this next level. And the first time I've ever heard it mentioned was literally like two days ago on mainstream media ever. Mm, You know, you're right. You're right. I was actually shocked, too, because they don't ever talk about it. This is something that even CIA Brennan, that hack, uh, got on and talked about it freely. But you don't see you don't see the news, uh, the news media ever attack this. And uh, I remember when David Titley, the Navy um, admiral, wrote the report. He was at 2015 or 16, wrote it for Obama that that oceans would rise. And it's like they love these scenarios. And then the, the, the blame is always climate change. That's the blame. But really and truly, they're screwing with things. <laughs> this is why they're, this is why I think this is what they're doing. Uh, they're screwing I, with I them. I always say the same thing to these individuals. Don't talk to me about climate change mm-hmm. unless you know about the climate changers. Ooh, boom. I love that. That's perfect. 
I'm going to have to steal because that one. I love these, that, yeah. These people have been controlling right. the climate or attempting to control the climate for 121 years, documented mm. on. We have 875 newspapers going back to 1800. Oh, my on God. On weathermodificationhistory.com. Click on newspapers. Wow. It'll blow your mind. Okay, it's on the top menu bar. We're going to... We're going to go to a break. We're going to come right back to this. But I thought it was the early 1900s at the guy in San Diego. That's not the first... That's not the no, first we, time. We go way back before that. And we cut it off at the 1800s because you could go back to the Civil wow. War and gunpowder making rain. But, you know, we got to start somewhere. <laughs> oh, my um, gosh. And, okay, we'll be right yeah, back. We'll, More with Jim Lee from weathermodificationhistory.com. Or you can go to climateviewer.com. A whole lot more information there with his blog. Um, you can get it on the daily. So uh, climateviewer.com. Be right back with Jim Lee. Dr. Paul Gooch with me, and uh, it's kind of like the second edition of the last conversation we had three weeks ago. Check out his podcast from three weeks ago. Um, You'll love it. It was on a Friday as well. And you made it to Friday. Congratulations. (laughs) I know the weeks seem long with bobblehead in office and all the stuff we're going through, and I get it, but we've got to get back to our roots and discuss the things that that give us a different perspective than the one we're hearing in the news um, all the time and being shoved down our throats by a bunch of uh, globalist communists that don't understand understand uh, America. And so we have a lot of work to do, people. <laughs> and uh, make sure you get over to Balance of Nature as well. These are real fruits and vegetables that are not touched by chemicals. They dehydrate these. Uh, they take out the water and the air and they give you the nutrients. 31 a day. 31 fruits and vegetables a day. You just can't go wrong. I love this product. Balanceofnature.com. Put in the code KATE. Just like my pillow. Put in the code KATE. K-A-T-E. And you'll get 35% off and free shipping. You will love this product. I promise you. Um, big big amen that too. Oh, you've been taking I've it. I've been taking it for 20 years. <laughs> Paul I was loves taking this Balance product. of Nature before Balance of Nature was You know what's cool. funny is now I'm finding out so many of my friends have been taking yeah, this for a long 20 time. Years. 20 years. And not, I've been taking a triple for 20 years. Oh my yeah. gosh. This is why you're so I, healthy. I love those guys. They're yeah, amazing. I hope I never see the day where I can't get Talk about farmers. My head. Oh, right? yeah. What Far- a way to make that produce come home in a really I'm so easy glad way. you love this product. I really am because yes, 20 years, you guys. Yeah. And you're healthy. Yeah, it's yeah. made a big difference in yeah, my world. Yeah, a lot of energy. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so just a couple of things. You know, we fight land. We fight wars for land. We are about the land. Everything is about the land. Think about it. When you feel crunched on by government, what's the first thing you want to do? You want to go buy a piece of property. Why? Right. Are you going to be a farmer? Well, you want a piece of property so that you can dictate within the boundaries of that piece of property that you own what you can do, no matter what it is. You want the freedom away from your government telling you what to do. Yeah, we we're, were talking about this on the break. Mm-hmm. I, if, In my opinion, and I, I just think 
almost everybody, especially if you're raising a family, almost mm-hmm. everybody, ought to, it ought to be a minimum of an acre. That's so hard to come by today. It is. They've made it almost impossible if you want to have a minimum of an acre of ground. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not just about the farming. This is a metaphor for it, right? Yeah. So we're talking about the principles of liberty properly applied create the greatest incentive for humanity to flourish and you got to have property really if you want to understand the true nature of freedom yeah so uh, i think about the neighborhoods that i grew up in mm-hmm. and the neighborhoods i raised my kids in right. where there was minimum of an acre size some of us did farm some of us raised horses some mm-hmm. of us did pig sheep and cows some of us um built race cars yeah you know some of us parked rvs on them but y- y- you just if you have space um you have freedom mm-hmm. and um, not everybody because part of what we're talking about here today is what's coming too, right? We might be forced into self-reliance yeah. whether we want to or not. It could be that mm-hmm. it looks, you it, know, the fundamentals look like we might shortages. be growing our own food, Well, they keep right? telling us by 2025. But America is such a, like we have so many natural resources and things. We won't mm-hmm. need everybody to be farmers, but everybody, a lot of people better learn how to grow the food that, yes. that, that they need to eat. But if you have property, um, maybe you, you have other skill sets. I mean, maybe you can manufacture yes. things that your farmer neighbor needs or whatever. You need space. You need space to do it. And people got to figure out how to get around whatever it is that's forcing everybody into high-rise apartments. That is so true. Yeah. Not only the lessons that can be learned, but what it can offer us right now. You know, in the letters from an American farmer, the book that we're talking about that was written in the mid-1700s, um, he was talking about learning... Uh, pleasure and more dignity um, for for being an American farmer as the primary occupation. And he said, the father thus plowing with his child and to feed his family is inferior only to the emperor of China plowing as an example to his kingdom. <laughs> In the evening, when I returned from the setting sun, I was before scarcely acquainted with their existence. They are so small that it is difficult to distinguish them, but they are carefully improving this short evening space. And he talks about just the simplest things that he learned from and the beauty that he observed as he started to slow down a little bit and look at the land, what he cultivated, what he got out of it, what his family got out of it, and what they were putting into it, and everything they were gaining in character and integrity and and pleasure and and all of these wonderful qualities that were coming out of this person that got a chance to own a piece of property and cultivate it right. to see to because he said you know he even alluded to the fact that god gives you this 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 soil what are you going to do with it and now it is up to the challenge of who you are what you do with it and put into it away from the government control the government has no business being in that distinct experience of you tilling cultivating and being part of your own experience with your own land like government has no role in that and and the role would be very very slight whatever role it has and and how he was talking about that because he goes over over there in europe you guys don't get it you don't get what why we're here and we're only attracting the hardy the hardy worker the guy that wants to work his butt off for the stream but he goes and all you so-called learned people are staying behind you don't understand what we're getting over here yeah we have more than you and you think you're so smart but we have more it was amazing to see what happened to him as he was so busy just concentrating on the soil that was in front of him and everything that he gained from that
Right. Uh, you know, as, as our city, um, and I think you see this everywhere, as cities develop with um, smaller and smaller lots and tighter and tighter densities and deeper mm-hmm. and taller and higher. And I, um, I had lots of conversations with our city fathers here saying, look, there's, there's a, a reservoir of aptitude, cultural aptitude um, that comes with people who who grow up on property, you know, whether yes. they're, whether, whatever their skill sets are, whether it's mm-hmm. farming or other things, and you you dry that right up. And I, I mean, I get it; it's right for some people to live in, you know, duplexes or apartments or whatever. Right, but right, you, right. You, you don't want everybody there, right? Right. I, I can't tell you how many times on the property we want people come by and say, "Where can we find some space like this?" I'm mm-hmm. like, well, good luck. <laughs> well, there was something too, you know. I, even if you wanted to go to biblical, okay. Yeah. Um, this isn't a, uh, you know, this isn't a show where God has talked about 24 seven on this show. There are networks like that you can listen to, but you have to say to yourself when, uh, it, in, in, in even referring to Adam and Eve to go uh, by the sweat of your brow, you know, right. <laughs> and, and, and work, there was something about the work, um, yeah. that, that work would always be available for you why is that there would always be soil to till there would always be something to produce there would always be work work yeah available to you and what's the do. new what's the new mindset yeah <laughs> that has weakened us right yeah my happiness is your responsibility yeah dependency yeah. dependency and then of course it is the government will take care of you. I don't have to do anything for you. I'm just all about me. And I guarantee you those farmers back in the day, they weren't worried about what their neighbor thought in that regard, you know? Yes. They yes. Weren't, they weren't looking to their neighbor to make them happy. No, they weren't. They weren't. But And then also as they, as they took the, the fruits of those labors and they shared and they did what they want voluntarily, not yeah. with government coercion, but they became a community of farmers for a reason and that was born out of voluntary means to help one another but you had your piece you were responsible for it's just a whole different mindset than what our kids are being shown today right so liberty made us Mm -hmm. grow and develop and flourish and and in so many advances in so many ways that came that was born out of liberty yeah. And the and the place where we really first tasted it was in our agrarian years. Yeah. So Thomas Jefferson said that he, he thought the strength of our nation would be in its small landholders. Mm-hmm. Which is, is really telling. I don't think anybody envisioned what what we're living today, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But the principle's still the same, even if everybody's not farming on their property. People ought to have mm-hmm. property. The reason that I invited Dr. Uh, Paul Guchon, because you're saying, well, he's a doctor. How does he know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> then you don't know Paul. Paul is, um, he also uh, has has farmed. He also um, enjoys uh, cultivating his own property. He is very much aware of all of these things that we're talking about. And that's why I knew he could talk about this out of his own experiences, yeah. because he was, he was raised this way, too. Very meaningful. Yeah. yeah. There's just something really special. When I listened to that Paul Harvey clip, you know, it brought me back to what the farmer is today, but what the farmer has always been. And it's always been the good stock of America, the, the people that truly understood the role of government to a point, right? You know, the, the government is supposed to be limited because I man work this land. I man own this land. I man have these rights from my creator. You stand over their government while I perform and produce and am and we have lost that in this country we do not understand what those two roles are 
You know, I have to say, <clears throat> James Wilson, one of our framers, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. delegate, mm-hmm. signer of the Constitution, he said, let us ransack the records of history. So we've been talking about that a lot today. I mean, you and I probably have both been on a journey where we're picking up some of this original work mm-hmm. by our founder and framer generation. It's fascinating stuff. There's treasures of knowledge there, there really that is. we need to face whatever it is that's coming. Mm-hmm. We need that knowledge. It's, it exists. You just got to pick it up and read it. They don't want you to open a book. Yeah. They don't. They don't want you to read from this perspective of what they, they were thinking about back then, why they came here. And even in other journals that I've talked about on the show where they wrote back and they said, yeah, it's really hard, but at least you have a chance. Right. At least you get a chance to do what you want to do rather than being told what to do and how you are going to conduct your life and being at the behest of a king. Well, and, and this is not as daunting as it seems to. I'm just going to share a teeny mm-hmm, experience sure. I had. I've been uh, just lately diving into some John Adams. This is mm. called The Defense of the Constitutions of the Government of the United States. And I opened the, there's three volumes. He's actually describing how our republic is formed and the separations of power and stuff. But he starts the book off by quoting Thucydides, who's a, a Greek philosopher. And he describes a scene where um, there's a great fraud. Mm-hmm. And King Darius comes out of that great fraud, and then he describes the uh, just the breakdown of Greek society after that, and the, just the horrible deprivations and murders and things, and the way that the people became disconnected from each other. In fact, Thucydides' description that John Adams quotes reminded me so much of 2020. It, it made my heart hurt. And John Adams says in the book, to, to read it, it was distressing to him to read the, the, the historian Thucydides. But he makes this reference to the neighing of Darius, Darius, the neighing of the horse of King Darius. And so I have to stop and go see, what does that mean? And there's a fascinating story there. Mm-hmm. It's the story of the, the fraud that got King Darius in power. Uh, anyway, there's nothing new under the sun, but treasures and treasures of knowledge that these guys left us. What book is that? This is called A Defense of the Constitution of the Government of the United States of America, a three-volume set by John Adams. You know, we have got to, to take the opportunity, if we're going to educate this country into what we have been in the past, who we were, and why we got here. And if we don't, we can't return to it because it, we're, we're so far from our beginnings right. that we, we won't be able to unless we draw unless we have some sort of bridge to our past. And I don't know right what now. it's going to look like. Is it going to be through peaceful means or is mm. it going to be uh, 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 trying to bring it back from the well, ashes? But man, like, we're in trouble. Like I said before, I'm not the we're kind of trouble. person to say Biden's not my president because the reality is speaking to me that he is. But I am the person to say um, that I can't believe that we that, that we're just taking this coup and not doing a thing about it. So when you say that, that's what comes to mind is I can't believe that we are okay with this coup. And I know people don't know what to do about it. And I'm not saying be violent because I would never say that. What I'm saying is, is are are we rolling over? Is this it? Well, what to do about it is to learn. What do we do? Yeah, (laughs) we learn. Our founding father said, you know, Mm -hmm. Republican forms of government. That's where our freedom comes from. What does that mean? Go learn that again. Go learn what they meant when they said Republican forms. Not Republican Party. Mm -hmm. Republican forms. Learn that. Yeah. Learn how to be self-sufficient again. Make sure nobody mm-hmm. gets elected in your state that didn't come right. out of a neighborhood delegate-driven nominating process. Mm-hmm. Make sure. 
Right now, they want to declare emergencies so they can take freedom. Agenda 21 is about taking land. Agenda 21 is about taking over uh, our cities. You know, everything they're doing is to take everything that we just talked about. So we have a huge duty to, um, to educate ourselves and to understand this so that we go and we understand why we're shoring up property rights. First, remember yeah, and then why, fix it. And our freedom and freedom <laughs> of speech. Remember and fix it. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Awesome. Paul Gooch. Appreciate Glad to be you. Here. And you. Uh, Allison Armstrong joins us next. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. KateDalyRadio.com. Kate Daly Radio.com.